Welcome to that weekend feeling with Darren Mann. The Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. Today in discussion with Dr. Nkose Kulule Nyembezi. He's a policy analyst and a human rights activist. And we're talking about the Constitutional Court ruling on challenges to the Electoral Amendment Act. In terms of the ruling, independent candidates in next year's general election will only need 1,000 signatures to contest the 2024 election. Dr. Nyembezi, thank you for your time. What are the implications of this ruling? Why is it so important? The decision of the Constitutional Court is important because it is taking us a step closer into having uh, elections uh, where independent candidates will be able to participate effectively for the first time in 2024. We know that the legislation that has been brought before the Constitutional Court, uh, it came about as a result of litigation by people who felt that parliament and political parties in parliament are dragging their feet in facilitating the participation of independent candidates. We did not need any hurdles, any obstacles into getting independent candidates on the ballot paper and for South Africans to vote for them. So to the extent that the court has ruled in a way that removes those obstacles, we can say it's a step forward for South Africa. So independent candidates now will only need 1,000 signatures to contest the 2024 election. What was the ruling prior to this? They needed more than 15,000 signatures to to, to contest a seat. And so the court has said properly that the issue about elections should focus more on the interaction between the candidates and the voters to talk about the substantive issues. Uh, what promises are they making in their election manifestos? Uh, and, and not uh, spend time and effort uh, collecting signatures. The 15,000 mark was a, a barrier. So now to have 1,000 uh, signatures is going to facilitate, especially because some candidates will decide to contest the election closer to the date, uh, to the closing date for submitting nominations. So if they were to still have to collect 15,000 signatures, that would have been a headlock. This was a majority decision by the Constitutional Court. It wasn't unanimous. Do you read anything into that? It It didn't need to be unanimous. It is clear in its nature. It is quite decisive in its nature. And what we need to bear in mind as South Africans, this is a new legislation. Before this, we didn't have a legislation facilitating for participation of independent candidates. So what we are likely to see is the gradual implementation in different phases of what this legislation substantively, I mean, uh, the content is. So we will have elections in 2024. Let us work with what we have in front of us. After the elections, there will be time to introspect and see how well this legislation works and improves, especially because there's going to be technology involved, there's going to be a a different profile of candidates involved. So there will be an opportunity to amend and improve on the legislation and the regulation. But we must pat ourselves on the back that we have this legislation and for the first time, independent candidates will be able to contest. Imperfect as it might seem, in the eyes of other people.
Dr. Opponents to the ruling argue that the signature was to prevent frivolous election participation. Is this a danger? It's not a danger. It is a risk. There are risks everywhere. But the issue is that elections are about expressing a voice. Elections are about decide the decision of the citizens uh, in terms of how the country should be governed. If there was to be any candidate on the ballot paper who is not supposed to be there, it is the voters who must decide not to vote for that candidate instead of allowing for an elite in terms of political parties or some administrators to be the ones who sift and decide who can be on the ballot paper and who cannot be. So we must allow this process for the voters to be the ultimate uh, deciders. What we also need to bear in mind is this. Candidates participate in a unique way when it comes to election. Because as they contest, as they sell their election manifestos and, and, and promises, they will speak to us about some things which political parties choose to conveniently omit in the election debate. So to the extent that we can have that plurality of voices, it doesn't matter if the candidate doesn't win, but it matters in terms of uh, their voice being heard because they will enrich the, 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 the election campaign and they will hopefully allow for more people to be able to say, I can identify with someone as a result of this discussion and I will go out and vote. I can say, what is important for South Africa, if we can say we have achieved anything out of this legislation, is to have more people going out to vote. The, the, the issue now that is um, we don't like is that whereas we have over 35 million South Africans who are eligible to vote, but we still find under 15 who end up going to vote. So if we have independent candidates this time around, we hope that the voter turnout will be high and that will legitimize the election process. Do you think the existing political parties, the legacy political parties, have anything to fear from this ruling and that there might be so many more independent voices on the ballot? They need not fear for anything. It is true that now 200 of the 400 seats in national parliament, as an example, will go to independent candidates. And uh, it is true that the profile... The, the typical profile of an, uh, an independent candidate will be someone who formerly was a member of a political party. We all have been voting for political parties. We all have been uh, identifying with an, uh, a political party. Now that there are independent candidates in the mix, a, a, a typical independent candidate is likely to have come out of a political party. And so that reduces the influence of a political party. So they have something to to fear in terms of losing the sphere of um, influence. And of course, in terms of holding those political parties accountable, uh, it is also possible that the presence of independent MPs will uh, stare the waters such that political parties do not just sit and relax and think that they can do as they used to do go and seek for votes, they get voted in parliament and forget about voters thinking that they can only come back after five years. What could be another feature that is important in our democracy uh, with the presence of independent candidates is that uh, we might now be able to recall 
our public representatives, if they don't do what they are supposed to do uh, mid-term, without having to wait for the four or five years. If we can do it with independent candidates, it will have an influence on political parties to say, we are not going to wait until we have five years. you finish your five years. We want to hold you accountable each and every year. Doctor, it is a reality, though, that the independent candidates won't have the budgets that the large parties will. Do you think they're likely to be elected in big numbers? They are likely to be elected in sufficient numbers because uh, assuming you need 45,000 votes to to get to parliament, you can use whatever resources you have in terms of your social media, your technology, as influencers. We don't need to have a rally to be known that you are contesting. So I, I'm confident that they, they will get there. And in fact, if you look at some politicians uh, in, in parliament, some people have been commenting that who is Patricia Billy? Who is Kemba Kodi? Who is, they are independent candidates. Uh, people vote for the face. They don't necessarily know that there was good, there was uh, another party for Patricia Billy, there was another party for Kemba Kodi. They just see the face. It's an independent candidate. So I am confident that also with a role of social media and uh, a digital media, candidates will be able to reach out to the people uh, and, 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 and uh, encourage them and choose them to come out and vote. The other thing uh, that relates uh, to this election campaign is that, uh, in fact, in terms of independent candidates and the interaction of people with, um, with, with election issues, we have got a new generation that is coming in, those born after year 2000. They are used to technology. They are called native in terms of a, a social media platform. So if there is a good way to target them, uh, as they are now constituting an important fraction of the voting population, then hopefully they will turn out uh, and vote and we can see and be surprised by how some candidates, without having a rally, end up making it successfully into parliament. We appreciate you joining us on the Daily Dispatch in discussion today. Dr. Nkosikulule Nyembezi, thanks for your time, sir. Until next time, my pleasure. That was That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann.